this edition of the Lace Out Podcast, the boys talk about the new Hall of Fame inductees and who is this year's legend. The players are wanting to see the AFL booked before further pay cuts. Pre-season injuries. Is the 2020 Premiership tainted? And much more. Hosted by Chris Pepper and Jamie Wallace, we bring you your football just how you want it. Lace Out. Now, on with the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Lace Out's back on another Tuesday night here on the Facebook platform and recording for all our superstars out there who listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all other platforms. We're here. Lace Out's back. It's Peps and J-Dog. J-Dog, I must admit, looking at the view on the camera right now, you're looking a little bit different than the normal uh, location. Are you in a car? I am in a car. So if uh, my mother-in-law... Or if my wife is wondering where I am in the house, I'm not. I'm not in the house. You're not even in the driveway. You've done a runner and that's it. I've done a runner. I've literally have gone to the extremes for this podcast. I have jumped in the car with my iPad. So it's probably got, I don't know, 50% left. I've got my phone here, which is providing some light in the car. Um, All the search for internet. And you know what? That's a commitment that the young man has for uh, the great podcast that we have here at Lace Out. But hey, like we said, we're here every single Tuesday night at 8pm recording because we just love this great game and we love you listeners out there. So get on the chat, give us a message, tell us how much you love us. And more importantly, we're bringing, it, we're bringing you the great game that we love and you love every single week. Mind you, 10 days to go. We've got 10 days and then the season starts. Are you excited? I'm a little bit excited after seeing the NRL on the weekend. Um, yeah, I think uh, we're going to go early here, Pep. But, um, actually, the canned crowd kind of worked. It did. And do you know our, you know our little segment where we go, uh, actually, I had a bit of yeah. an, uh, actually moment because I'm exactly in the same position that you are where I will agree it was actually added a bit to the game, but it wasn't overbearing. A number of the boys, we had a bit of a chat about this on uh, Friday night, and we actually liked it. The cardboard cutouts, a bit too much Gold Coast Sunsy or GWS-like, but I will say that I actually do like what they've got for um, the, the nice little subtle overtones. And I did like it as they were getting close to, to the try line. They started to build the audio up a little bit more, so... Mm-hmm. Really, really awesome stuff. So, um, mate, there is there's actually quite a fair bit to get through tonight as we speak. Yeah. I've got a massive question that's come in uh, over the last day or so from one of our uh, regular contributors, and he's got some pretty good points uh, about the season. We've had a bit of a chat about this already, but it's come to fruition that is this season going to be a real season in his eyes, or is it just glorified preseason? We'll get into mm-hmm. that in just a moment. But um, first and foremost, um, if you have been living under a rock for the last 24 hours, the AFL had their wonderful Hall of Fame announcement. A little bit different where normally they would have six going at one hit, but they've gone with two. They announced a legend last night and a normal player, and X for the next uh, three concurrent nights, they're going to be announcing another two um, into the Hall of Fame as well too. So... Couple of massive names. One I didn't see being admitted into legend status just yet. I thought there might have been a couple more, but when you take a bit of a think about it, I probably got it right. So Lenny Hayes has been brought into the um, 
AFL Hall of Fame, and you must admit, yeah. he, he, I think he deserved yeah. it. I think he deserved it. He, oh, everybody loved Lenny. Really? Yeah, I think everybody but, loved Lenny. But you can you can you can love Lenny Peps. You can love Lenny. Yeah, and you can say he's a good bloke. And he retired only five years ago. Yeah. Now I don't. Now, as I said, I just literally grabbed shit and just jumped in the car. Yeah. But a legend hasn't won a no, premiership. No, no, no. He's not a legend. He's hasn't just a Hall of Fame. Well, St Kilda haven't won a premiership, so it's a oh, bit hard. Sorry, Hall of. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Really? What? What? What has he? What has he done to reach Hall of Fame status? Well, would, would you like me to give you a bit of a rundown what the great man has rolled out Please, so far? I would I love for you. Okay. So, the one thing that people forget, a lot of people forget, is that he won the Norm Smith Medal in 2010 in the first drawn grand final. Trevor Barker Award, so their best and fairest three times. Second twice. Third three times. St Kilda captain 2004 and 2007. Uh, All-Australian four times. AFL Rising Star nominee in 1999. He won the Madden Medal in 2014 and a couple of pre-season premierships as well too. Now, you've got to look at the success that St Kilda has had over that. That's not a bad resume to have. And a legend? genuine – no, he's not a legend. He's not a legend. No, so Hall of Fame. He's just a Hall sorry, of Famer. Hall of Fame. Yep. I, I, don't have, I don't have an issue with that at all. That's a fairly What's good he, resume. Where, where's he? I don't know. This is sorry, mate. You, 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 you dropped out a bit uh, there. What was it? Everything just went oh, – sorry. Everything's just dropped out. Sorry. Um, I was supposed to do a bit of research before we did it, but – um. Where has he come in Brownlow's? Ooh, Brownlow. I, I can't recall him coming in a top five ever. On the Brownlow? Yeah. Well, and that's, I know it's a, on the that's a good – that good, um, I didn't have that. Like, they don't say he comes third or fourth in Brownlow's. Like, I'm, I'm tipping there's somebody out there who would know how many times Lenny Hayes has placed high in the Brownlow as well. All right, you going through a drive-through now, mate, or what? No, no, no. My car's just turned on. Boozer's on. Car I drive. Boozer's on the chat. Good to see her, who's joined us live. So thanks, Boozer. And she just oozes a bit of ooh pepperama. Our fans are the greatest. They just love us. They yeah. just love us. It's grouse. I love it. Uh, no, he's definitely. Um, he's so definitely. I, I, no, I don't think so. I just don't think he's um, just yeah, just 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 there yet. For Hall of Fame, you reckon maybe a little bit too early. Too early. Too early? Eh, I don't yeah. know. How early is too early? But some of those accolades you've reeled off there. Yeah. Rising star nominee. Well, there's 22 or 23 of them a season. Yeah, but St. Kilda don't have many of them. Yeah, but St. Kilda, Saint Kilda, Saint Kilda, Saint Kilda I reckon when he got that, St. Kilda would have almost had a testimonial night. That's how, <laughs> that's how rough they were for any type of silverware. They would have had one of those big things at the – one of those big things at um, Crown nomination. Oh, he's a superstar. But five years. Yeah, I look. I, I look. I don't have it. It's not the worst to get in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. Have, I, I don't have I an know. issue with it. I, I really don't have an issue with it. Okay. It's. It's. I have an issue. This is where I'm, the AFL is. Uh, this is me. I know you're different, but I feel the AFL is cheapening their awards by just giving it out for being a good bloke. You know what? I reckon if that's the if that's true, 
then we would have been we would have been in our own Hall of Fames. Like, like I said, you know, for everybody watching live tonight, you can see the superstar. Look at that for look at that for a rig. You can't see it. the people on the podcast tonight. If you can't, you won't be able to see this. But there's a strapping photo of uh, yours truly just launching one from Fiddy. You know, all round good bloke. But I'm a three time coaches award winner. Like that, if, if that if that's you know screw screw your best and fairest three time coaches award winner best in finals recipient like that's three hundred and seventy seven game legend I'm, I should be in the hall of fame for the EDFL regardless of how many premier no premier got it going on I got it everything going on but you know what it's it, you're right nice guys nice guys finish last but in case of Lenny Hayes's case no he's a superstar fantastic love Lenny love Lenny I'm. I'm Love disappointed because today I was sitting today I was sitting in the car peps and I was thinking of the whole the whole way down um, to home. I'm thinking I'm going to talk to peps. I'm going to get my research. I'm going to have everything lined up, and it didn't happen. But I just feel it's too early. All right. Well, did you think this guy was a little bit too early? When I'm talking about the great man, originally in the Hall of Fame. 91 years of age, upgraded to legend status in 2020. And we're talking, we're not talking player-wise, we're talking the great John Kennedy Sr. Now, he did play. This is the thing that you may not know about him. Uh, Coached 412 games, 299 of those at Hawthorne and 113 of those at North Melbourne. Three times VFL Premiership coach, 1961, 1971, 1975. Four times Hawthorne best and fairest. Hawthorne captain. He was uh, and has been announced as the 29th Australian Australian Football Hall of Fame legend. That one I agree with. And Lee Mack, Lee Mack back, back again. And Lenny third in the Brownlow in 2009. He's our own, he's our own, Dennis Kometi, this guy, he's just got all the stats. He's our chew man. If we were Triple M, he'd be our chew man. <laughs> he probably does chew on man um, as well. <laughs> but no, um, no, but, but I that, do agree. That's good. He probably had money on him to win the Brownlow that year too, Lee Mack. I know what he's like. But no, that one I do agree with. Like, And just the yeah. – I think when it comes to a legend, they've got to be iconic. And that, that, that famous footage yeah. of him – in the middle of the huddle, just do the do in that brown overcoat, like that's that's iconic. And he, and you've yep. also got to remember he played 164 games as well for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he wasn't a slouch. So fantastic player, fantastic coach, um, and an icon of the game. And congratulations to him. So you know, there's our first two. And as we go to air. In around about 20-odd minutes, they're going to announce the third one. So hopefully by the end of the show, we will have that uh, ready to go. But listeners, if you hear it before us, put it in the chat. Like I said, we're live on Facebook as we speak, but we're also on the chat as well too. So put that one in there as well. All righty. I've got something for you, and I need to ask you about this. We've had some players coming back over the last couple of days, the last couple of Mm -hmm. weeks. There's been some injury spikes. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been a number of injuries over the last couple of weeks. Um, and we can go through some names, and we're not talking small names. We're talking about some pretty decent names here. So, uh, Majak Door trying to get back after his number of challenges over the last number of months has gone and popped a peck. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think those things could get any bigger. 
Like my <laughs> my quads are his pecs. You had Orazio Fantasia. He's done a quad. Uh, Mason Cox has done himself a mischief. Uh, Chris Main, aka AFL's answer to Krusty the Clown, he's done himself a mischief as well too. Are they pushing him too hard after this eight to nine week layoff, or is it just you know one of those things? Buddy has also gone twang, and he's going to miss a fair portion as well. I think it's just one of those things. I mean, um, when players return back from the off-season, you always get those soft tissues and whether a willy willy not play at the start of the season. So I feel it's called a par for course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, there's some big names chucked in there, but every season there's a couple of big names that miss the first one or two games. Yeah, and I can understand they're just excitement to get back into it after having so many weeks like this is this is what they do for a living. So imagine mm. imagine in your role where they just say, Look, you can't unfortunately, mate, you can't work for eight weeks. We're still gonna pay you, but we're gonna have to put your ho- your work on hold for eight weeks. How are you gonna feel about that? Yeah. I'd be excited. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're not gonna get your body bashed up for eight weeks. We're gonna let you sit at home. And you just have to do a couple of runs here and there and get a bit of a touchy. But besides that, everything else is good. I'd take yep. it. Yep. Same. You would um, too. So do you want to just go through some of those players? So the ones that are, um, I suppose, the, big, the bigger profile ones like you just listed. Buddy Franklin, are we surprised? <sighs> Mate, I just want him to kick a 1,000. I'm not asking much. <laughs> I'm not asking much. I just want him to kick a 1,000. I know there's people out there that just want to see him kick a 1,000. All right? If you want to see him kick a thousand, tell us. Nine thirty, nine thirty something isn't he on now? Oh, he's on. I'll find that out in a moment. But I just wanted to get to the thousand because no one else will do it. You will not see it again. Um, Mason Cox. Yeah, I mean, whatever. That's just a soft tissue. Not, not really surprising. He's only played one decent game, isn't he? Really, (laughs) he's only played one decent game. Okay, he's he's done nothing ever since that prelim. Arazio Fantasia, no surprises. Nah, but he wanted to leave Essendon anyway and go to your club. Yeah, but no surprises there. He's been having soft issues injuries for two years now. Oh, he, he is a bit of a twanger, isn't he? He is a twanger. He, he's 9.44. A um, he needs 60, 69. No. Nine, well, he does need 69. But 9.44 goals <laughs> he's on. So what's that? 56 he needs. And that's gettable, yeah. but... Apparently, he was flying as well, too. Yeah, but he's yeah, he's only 33, so he's got plenty of time. Not gettable. He's still got a couple more. He's, not he's got a couple more. What? What's not gettable? He's not going to get 1,000. Not he, this year. No. Nah. Nah. He's, he's going to have to go Dunstall-like, kicking bags of 17. Do you reckon he'll play next year? Yeah, he has to because he's still on a contract at the end of 2022, I think. Oh, I don't think he'll play much. Well, he has to, and they've got to pay him out anyway. Yeah. I'd he love- only played... Um, he only played 11 games last year. Yeah, he's in a bit – yeah, he's going to be in a bit of trouble. He will be in a bit of trouble. But mm. uh, we're getting it out there, mate. People love the bud. People love the bud. Oh. And you know what? I love him even more now that he's got Jacinda Franklin on his arm. <laughs> like, that's that's just an all-star lineup right there. Good-looking bloke. Yeah. Stunning wife. The kid's probably a million bucks as well. Like, yeah, that's not an ugly family. That's a cooking family. Pity you can't drive. Pardon? Pity you can't drive. Pity you can't drive. Pity neither of them can drive. Apparently, 
<laughs> they both crashed, have they? Oh, they probably mul- multiple different ways they've crashed. Um, yeah, okay. I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. I'd love to see the bud kick the grand, but we're not going to see it this year. Chris Main, he's on his way out anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, and Majak, look, you're going to have those little twangs walking up. Like, but but does that also put it down to you now that, like, a preseason is normally from maybe late, mid to late November, depending on where you finish, eight yeah. weeks off. So October, no, late, late, early December, then you're going January, February, and virtually – that's three and a half months, three months with a bit of a break. Is that too much for a preseason, considering they've had eight weeks off, which is what they have at the end of the season, mm. and they are coming back after three and a bit weeks? Well, like is, is preseason way too long? Well, yes and no. How can it be a no? Um, it's way too long. Yeah, but it depends. It depends on they're not they're not just smashing it day in day out, day in day out. That's why that's why the Darren Cahills of the world get paid an absolute shitload. It's why the David Missons of the world. <laughs> Dave Misson. Oh, David Misson. Oh, he could go in our spud files, couldn't he? As as an a, as an AFL fitness guru. <laughs> he goes in the spud files. We've all had, everybody's had <laughs> oh, one. Though. Everybody's had it. one of those. We've had, we've had, yeah, multiple spuds. Every football um, club's had so a spud. I think, I think it's probably um, about right. Because remember, they just do a lot of running, 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 and then they bring the balls in, in the new year yep. and then start doing some ball drills. Mm-hmm. So I think that in this COVID-19 time, they've probably had – well, they would have had modified programs. They would have had to keep doing by themselves anyway. So it's probably been a four to five month preseason, really. Well, they've had they've had quite a fair. They've had quite a number of people, you know, doing their work, but they can only do it in twos. Um, yeah, bit of kicking, bit of that, but there hasn't been much to it. I think the most important thing is is that they've been able. To, they're going to get themselves semi match ready in three and a bit weeks, and I think yeah, that's what I we need to think fair. of when your preseason is. If you add up the weeks, almost, almost as long as your season. Yeah, that's that's a little bit of overkill. It doesn't make yeah. that much of a difference. Well, I think the difference is the clubs like yours and mine. Yep, where we need success early in the season and to get that ball rolling. Yep, probably have to commit pretty hard uh, to a preseason. Where the clubs like the Sydney's and the Hawthorns and maybe even the Collingwood's a little bit. Um, they must talk about they, those clubs just seem to get better as the year gets longer. Yeah, it's amazing the clubs that have the longer preseason seem to almost do worse. It's, it, yeah. If you think about it, because you only get a couple of changes in that top eight every single year. There's not many of them. Mm. It's usually, you usually may get yeah. one to two that drop out and drop in. So a lot of these clubs yeah. are, are playing two, three weeks, lo- minimum of two weeks longer than every other team in the bottom half of the draw or the bottom half, so the bottom yeah. ten. And they have to, and depending on how many weeks later you finish, depends on how many weeks later you can start. So if everybody has eight weeks off at the end of round 22 and then you start two weeks yeah. later, well, you're starting two weeks yeah. later than everybody, but you're starting at the same time for round one. So the grand yeah. finalist is basically having a, a month less. Is yeah. that actually a better thing? 
Even though they're playing a week more, mm. I get that. But by that time, when they're not they're not pushing hard during training. They're just getting touch, getting skills. Nothing much more than that. Yeah. So is there anything yeah. else really that they – is preseason too long? Listeners, tell us. What do you reckon? Well, Leave it in the chat. Leave it in, yeah. like I said, our Facebook page. Leave it on our Twitter page. Put it in the chat. Is preseason too long? I think it is. Yeah. And it just and it just yeah. goes to show they're going to be they're going to be playing games three and a half weeks after they've started. What about if that was pushed out to eight weeks? Is eight weeks enough? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they're going to be playing less games as well. It's 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 something to think about, isn't it? It's something to definitely think about. Um, Right, right away. Um, This sort of leads into uh, a a question that was raised by one of our listeners uh, quite recently, and his 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 name is is Joe. Everybody know Joe. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Joe quite well. And he's, he's, he's written something to us to ask us the question of, and I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase it for him here. Is, the, is this season going to be a token season? Now, we've brought this up previously, but he's really passionate about this. Will the, the, 2000 and, will the 2020 season go down as a, a trivial or not a real season per se? Dodgy fixture, no crowds, all this COVID stuff going on, shortened quarters, slightly different rule changes. Not you know uh, the fixtures being compromised as well. Are all these things going to then factor in to make it not a real season? Hmm. A number of months ago, I would have said yes. I would have said definitely it's a it's a faulted season, but I think it's mm-hmm. probably made more of an even season than we've ever had mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the fact that teams only play each other once. Mm-hmm. Clubs are all coming back at the same time. Mm-hmm. And clubs only have the same amount of days to play all of these games. Yeah. The side point to it, though, is West Coast and Fremantle who have to come over from Perth to live in the Gold Coast for that period of time. And I, I get that, but that's just because the WA Premier is a part, so won't let people come in and s- stay there. But besides that, yeah. there, there's no other reason. Um, your your mob's coming over apparently after the um, showdown as well. So yep. you're going to be in isolation as well. Going up north, yeah. Going up north. Is that because your premiers are putts and won't let people fly over as well? Uh, I think it's just what it was agreed to about four weeks ago now. Okay. But it just makes you think that it's probably going to be an even season because no one's really getting a jump on everybody else. And the clubs mm-hmm. that have been smart and worked their their players over that eight week nine week break are probably going to be the ones who hit the ground running, and there's going to be the ones who yeah. have caught themselves short. Yeah, and I've got a feeling yeah. the clubs who have caught themselves short are the clubs that are the ones who are having the injury. So I reckon Collingwood, Essendon, Sydney, but Buddy's a bit older, and Majak was yeah. benching three fifty incline press, so that's what popped him. So I reckon. I reckon Essendon and Collingwood have probably not pushed their stars a little bit too hard, and I reckon that's where – I don't reckon they're going to have a great start to the season, those two. Yeah. Oh, um, thoughts? I was driving in 
I was in the car this morning yep. and on the radio they were talking something very similar to this point actually. They were saying uh, people going, oh, it's a token season or it's uh, an asterisk season or something like that to that effect. Yep. And what I think it was who is it? Sam, is it Sam McClure who's on uh, for yeah, Blaine? Sam McClure, not Sam Edmund, yeah. not the not the ginger ninja, but yes. So he was saying, well, we don't apply the asterisks to the world wars when that was going on and they played football still. Yep. We don't apply it to, um, we don't say, well, they, they're, they're less, they're, they're a lesser competition. Mm-hmm. I think, why is this any lesser than what, than what it is? I think you've got a fantastic point. I never actually thought about that. So there were clubs that were ravaged during the wars and there were a lot of players mm-hmm. that went over and fought in the wars. I know Melbourne has a massive thing because Ron Barassi's father passed away in the war and that's, you know, every Melbourne supporter knows that. Every other club has been hit hard by it, but those premierships still stand. Yep. Uh, you've actually got a fair point. That's a great point, Jamie yeah. Wallace. See, even in a car <laughs> on a mobile, you're still able to generate, you're still able to bring something to the show. Imagine if you were prepared. Well, well, it's just one of those things where um, you just need to carry that you know, book probably, with you in the car all the time. <laughs> I need like I need a uh, I need like a sticky note in here so I can just start. Or maybe just make the um, notes on your phone <laughs> while I'm driving. While you're driving, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just something like you know what? When you look back at that, like COVID is going to be a time in our lives where people will look back and go, "Remember the world." shut down for three months, literally shut down. Oh, how many people I mean, are going to pass away? Much, yeah. Poo. Like, obviously, got- the world wars are much, much, much worse and have a greater impact over many years. But it's still a time and a place um, where things are different and things were changed and competition Ooh. still are valid. So here's where he's getting a little bit fired up, Joe. He's actually responded to us on the chat as we are live. And he said, during the war, the rules were the same. In 2020, they're different. But are they really that different? What are the massive rule changes they've made? They've shortened the quarters down by four minutes. Okay, fair point. Yeah, I get that. But they're going to be going back to 20 minutes plus time on next year. They've already agreed to that. Yeah. Because they don't want the game turning into a AFLX type game. Mm-hmm. They can't play 22 games. There's just not enough capacity to do so. So they're bringing it down to 17 games, which means every team plays each other once. Can't get fairer than that. Yeah. So and now I understand that clubs have to go interstate, etc. But this is just that's that's an extraordinary. They're going to make it up in the back end. All right. Yeah. They are going to make it up in the back end. So they're going to be they're going to be okay. Trust me. They travel every second bloody week, as it as is. So I don't think it's yeah. really that bad. By the way, your wife's actually said Jamie Wallace is on location. She said she's actually said Jamie's on location. Um, whose house are you out the front of? She wants to know. Uh, I'm just down at the beach. Just at, at Paddy Dangerfields for an exclusive chat. <laughs> I'm actually at Point but Danger. All, so, no, nah, Joe, I don't think so, mate. I think this is actually going to be a little bit different with everything that's gone on. Having eight weeks off and having to restart the season again, I think this is going to be, if you win it this year, it's probably the most extraordinary time to win. I think it should be held in higher regard than ever. 
Yeah. In my is eyes. Joe, I, I, now, I, I can't see the chat, Peps, but is Joe upset at the fact that it's 16-minute versus 20-minute quarters? I just think it's more along the is line. Is that the rule change or the interchange rules? Or I think it's just the, the rules that they're changing. They're just changing the rule yeah. again. Now, mind you, I was watching Fox, I was watching Fox Footy last night, and they were asking what are some of the rules. You know, if, if they could if they could you know have their magic wand and get one wish, what would it be? And it was mm. funny. Uh, Jared Whateley said, uh, "Sorry, yeah, Jared Whateley said, stop consulting people on trying to fix the game." Yeah. Right. Um, what's his name said? Uh, Kingy just said, um, "Out of bounds between the arcs." Or, mm-hmm. uh, and what's his name said, no kicking backwards, which was, uh, no kicking backwards, sorry, you kick backwards, it's play it's on, which I, I yeah. agree with. I don't mind those. Um, they actually admitted that the 666 is a farce. Been telling her that for freaking two years. It's a complete farce. The 666 <laughs> is bullshit, mate. Bullshit. Get rid of it. All right? We don't need starting positions. We already think the game's netball. What they all should do, and they also said in, in the, the 90, uh, 90s, 2000s, they just grabbed the ball and threw it straight up. They didn't wait for the Ruckman. Yeah. They just, just threw it up. They saw yeah. a free kick. They paid it. They just kept the game going. They kept, it, they kept the momentum going. They're stopping it too much here. Yeah. And I think because they have to yeah. fudge around with the gun. I'll say it, Fuck around with the, excuse the language, but that's how I feel. Fuck around with the rules so often. This is what they've turned it mm-hmm. into. All right? Yeah. And the other one that they said, and I, I never thought of this, but Jordan Lewis also said, take, you know the behind, the behind the goal camera that looks down the ground? Yeah. Get rid of that. Because yeah. then the coaches can't see how people are setting up from behind and focus on the defensive yeah. side of things. If they don't yeah. have access to that, they have to try and figure out other ways to work out positioning, et cetera. And yeah. you're not going to get that. Like we don't have the, the only the only the only cameras that we have down the ground, East Killer wise, are the the coppers with their speed guns picking people off in parks or whatever, <laughs> or picking people up for drunk driving if they leave the club. No one ever does that, and that's true. But yeah, I, I think I, Joe, mate, I I know you really really well, but. No, I can't. I can't agree with you on this one. I reckon there's going to be a corker of a year. Yeah, you know. But, and but the rules. But JP Justin Parker, thanks for joining us on the chat. He's come out and said that footy was ten to fifteen years ago was better. It was. And do you know what? What happened ten to fifteen years ago? Let's just have a bit of a think about this. Ten to fifteen years ago, the game was in pretty good nick, right? Let's go fifteen years ago because I reckon that's a nice little point. Can you remember what happened in two thousand and five? 2005. 2005. Who was one of the coaches in 2005 in the Northern States? In the Northern, Northern States? Northern States, up just above us, a little bit above us. Paul Roos? Paul Roos. What did Paul Roos bring in? Uh, he brought in the flood. He brought in that very defensive type of football. Do you remember when Andrew Dimitriou actually rang him up and said, mate, this is shit. The, the, you're yeah. turning the game into a farce. You've got to stop it. Mm-hmm. The same thing. He's actually said, Paul Ruse started choking the game. You had yeah. Rodney E then started the, the flood. Because you've got to remember, mm-hmm. Dennis Pagan had Pagan's Paddock where it used to go the other way. Yeah. 
they just flooded all the way back. Do you remember that game? Essendon won 2001. We've been going back. Crikey. They were, uh, sorry, 2000. So we're going back. Jeez. They lost one game that year, and that was to the Doggies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. They lost one game to the Doggies. Mm-hmm. 2000. And they just strangled mm-hmm. them. They just strangled them for the whole seat, for that whole game. Yeah. Kick back, bah, 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 everywhere. It was the only game they lost. Yeah. It was the second last game of the year. Ever since then, the game has been stoppage, 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 restrict, and then score. Which yeah. is total, does my head in, because the whole point of the game is to kick goals. Last yeah. time I checked, the highest score wins. When did the tackle yeah. count ever win a game? Yeah. Um, one thing, perhaps, and yeah. I can see the chat, so I'm, I'm going blind here, but yeah. um, with Joe, does yeah. he does he? He oh, he's a Richmond supporter. But he's a Richmond supporter, so you know what? He shouldn't really be complaining too much <laughs> over the success you've had over the last three years, mate. So, like, you- don't forget about that. And I'm tipping, Joe, if you win the flag again this year and you go back-to-back, um, you'll still have a few beverages and you will still celebrate. Yeah. Or as, well, the, look, I don't- or as the butcher yeah. said to my dad, to Big Trev the other day, he goes, this will be the year that Melbourne wins a flag and no one can go because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, you know well, it's probably going to happen. It's an well, umpire's game. game if you look it's an umpire's it, and a coach's one, game. Take the control. Yeah. One thing we look at at Peps, yeah, mate. is we don't think uh, we don't we don't say Hawthorns win against Geelong in the two thousand and nine grand final. Mm-hmm. Was a bad game. Yes, yep. Hawthorne technically abused the rules and went to the point post over and over and over to yep. strangle Geelong's um, – I don't see that game at any less – No, a, I don't. I think that – like, But you know what? what are the, and, and you know what they did? That's the rules of the game. That's the rules That's of the, the game. Rules. And guess what they did? They went and changed the rules yep. again. Yeah. Fucking AFL. I'm saying it and swearing now <laughs> because I'm getting pissed with them. They changed the rules again. Yeah. What about every, Lindsay Thomas? Every, Slides in. Slides in. Yep. Look, yes, Lee Mack, 08. He's probably chubbing up right now. He's probably going to throw on the DVD. Um, but Lindsay Thomas breaks Gary Rowan's leg, changed the rules, and now yeah. now it's gone from the sliding in rule to the below the knees rule. And when people are getting penalised, when they've got their hands on the ball, now the person falls on top of them, it's crap. Yeah, Clarko's yeah. cluster, another one. You had the yeah. web across the ground as well too, but mind you, Clarko worked that one out. You can't do that one on big grounds. What about the um? What about the Port Adelaide witches witches hats in the 07 Grand Final? Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, they learned they learned that style of. That, that, no one ever talked about that one. No, they learned that style of game from the Melbourne Demons of two thousand, or the Melbourne <laughs> Demons of nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. All right. What's what's next on the list of things? Um, to talk no, about? he's just Joe's going on. It's it's just not the same. It's a modified game. It's not that modified, mate. It gets modified every year. There's been 20... Every year's modified. 20 plus... There's been 20 plus freaking rule changes over the last seven years. Rugby bring in one. Peps. Peps. What? We've had a a chat about this. We spoke about the live chat and you just can't start arguing with our live chat. I'm I'm talking... This is part of the podcast and I'm going to argue with him, all right? Because that's what we're here for. We're here to argue and get passionate about what we do. Peps, we spoke about um, this. You can't just yell at people on the chat. 
I can put things in capitals if I want. Hey, by the way, as this has gone to air, I'm happy to announce the next Hall of Fame inductee, Simon Black. Now, he was supposed to go in last year, but he was on Australian Survivor, so he wasn't able to do so. But Simon Black is next Hall of Fame introductee, 322 games, three-time AFL Premiership player, joint club captain. It doesn't matter if he was joint, he was club captain. Brownlow yep. medalist, club best mm-hmm. and fairest three times, Norm Smith medalist, three-time mm-hmm. All-Australian, and just the perfect AFL hair. He was... All right. Okay, now you're going to compare Pets. Lenny Hayes to... <laughs> is this what you're going to do, aren't you? Simon Black to Lenny Hayes? You might have a point here. Lenny got him because of the good guy factor. That's what I'm saying. Shit, yeah, you bastard. <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> that means I'm out. That's, that means I'm out of the. That means that, I'm out of the uh, Hall of Fame. That is an AFL Hall of Famer on the way to becoming a legend. Oh, he's going to. He is a superstar. I reckon they should just put that whole team in. Now, someone's actually come yeah. back saying Lenny may have been a little tougher. Well, the reason why Lenny may have been a little bit tougher because he had to go and get the ball. Okay, because St Kilda were pooed for many, many years where Simon Black, he was just the, you know, like when you have a cake at a wedding and you have those big, solid foundations. Well, Lenny was that. Lenny Mm -hmm. was the solid foundation that the team was built on. But Simon Black was just that sexy little cake topper that just sat on top and everyone went, Gorgeous. Whenever he, whenever he touched the ball, when, whenever Blackie touched the ball, you know there was going to be just a silk oh, touch. You know what's you know what the best the best one the year he won the Norm Smith, which was two thousand and three. He had like mm. forty plus possessions, which was equal to what four players for the four players for the Magpies had in total. <laughs> <laughs> they took the piss. I was in Fiji when that game happened, and I remember hearing about it afterwards. And it was a, it was just fantastic just to see them getting pantsed. There's nothing better than yeah. getting seeing Collingwood get pants in the grand final. Second unit. Actually, team. no, there is. There's something better when they they lost to West Coast by shoot from the pocket. <laughs> oh, I'm getting some wood, mate. Tell me, tell me that doesn't get you excited. Sorry, Collingwood supporters, right. but that's a fact. We don't like you. What's next? All right, what's next? Um. I wanted to quickly mention, I mentioned the mm-hmm. SAC podcast last week. Had a pretty good reaction from people who may or who may have had a listen. Um, listen to mm-hmm. Ackers on the weekend, Justin Lepich, a couple of cracking interviews. I just like it. I just, I just like it. So I just wanted to plug it again because it's just nice. Um, a couple other things I want to quickly throw out to all of you out there from people who on the sport, totally sort of, separating away from footy for a moment. Did you get a chance to see the end of The Last Dance? Have you watched any of The Last Dance? Yeah, asking. Have you danced? Nah. No. How, how, long are the, how long are the episodes? Because I'm – is it eight hours, it's, nine hours? It's, it's, of TV? Well, there's ten hours. Ten hours of television. Oh, God. No, but it's actually it, – it's quite player. good. It, no, not in one go. You do it in – you break it up. But get, have a chance. Fantastic. I was going to talk to you about it, but stuff, yeah? Um, no. Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Uh, yes, if you watched the new 30 for 30 
Lance two-parter? I watched, I, watched, I watched the first one, not the second part yet. Oh, I like it. Get a chance. It's on KO, everybody. We haven't got a sponsorship deal with them yet, but you never know. It might happen after the thunderous response that we have from this uh, this episode. Fantastic. If you have a chance, get on KO. Watch the Lance Arm two-parter. Um, doesn't hide anything back. Speaks about when he gets on the EPO and why he got on the EPO. And in his own words, it was the most safe drug to get on. Um, it was the worst side effect he went out a lot. Yes. Peps. Yes. I've got a public announcement. Yes. Um, and you are you're a bit of a sales coach extraordinaire. So in your when you're not hosting one of the best podcasts in the land, uh, yep. you the, are you're a bit the, of a self the self appointed best podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify is Lace Out. Um Yep. The uh, I would implore everyone to go and and you're cutting out a bit there. You're cutting out a bit there, mate. Are you going through a drive-thru or? No, no, not no more. Um, can you get me now? You got me now better? Yeah, I've got you now better. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. we got you. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. You out front of dangers? We got you. <laughs> Go and cancel your Foxtel subscriptions today. Why is that? Because yep. they will offer you a crazy HD sport package for next to nothing for like three months. You heard it here, everybody. Get, get on that. Cancel your Fox. I don't even know why you'd have Foxtel. KO for 25 bucks. That's the only reason why. And if you want to watch all those girly those girly rom-coms with your lead air, you can take out the binge package. Why do you even need Pest it anymore? Pets, tell me this. Yes, mate. Why is it I have been on Foxtel for probably 10 years? Yep. I've cancelled and threatened a few times. So why is it every time I threaten to leave, mm-hmm. then they start throwing the good shit at me? Um, because it's like most things. They've sucked you in and you're just paying your bill every week and they don't really care about the existing customers. Isn't that right, listeners? Yeah, leave a comment. Don't, Foxtel don't care about. Actually, any institution that has you on a direct debit or has you set up for a subscription, they don't care. How many times have you rang up and when they've gone, oh, look, we don't, we don't, sorry, it's only for new customers only. Oh, okay. Well, I've been with you for 10 years. Well, you're not going to do anything for me. But, you know, Joe Blow, you want him to come along, but you're going to give him something. They've got it around the wrong freaking way. They're dickheads. And, by the way, here's another thing. If they come out and tell you about loyalty points, do they give you the loyalty points spin? There's no uh, such no, I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, a legacy, yeah. I'm a legacy customer. That's bullshit. There's no such thing. It's just another, it's just a label. It's just a label they slap on to say how much they love you. So Foxtel, it's because you've been ripping people for so many goodness years. KO come along and give me for 25 bucks what you're being charged 100 bucks for. Stiff titties in my case. Stiff. Well, I'm just telling the listeners out there, Peps, and still because they'll offer they'll you and it's crazy. Do it. All right, you I heard it. I think I'm paying I think I'm paying 50 bucks. For the next three months, yep. with Sport HD included. Oh, I'm gonna have That's to get cheapest chips. Oh, I'm gonna have to get Big Trev to call up because he's on Foxtel. He pays hundred bucks a month, and all Mum watches the freaking Hallmark Channel. It's a waste of money. Um, I want to quickly throw another one out to you. Now, this is probably we've spoken a little bit about this. Look, um, we're starting to get out of this coronavirus, COVID nineteen. It's still going to be around for a while, but it's still been pressing a little bit. And we know yeah. probably over the last three months, the economy's gone to. Uh, the Shizens, and we also know mm-hmm. that a lot of people have lost their jobs, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people coming back, um, starting to get a work back again, which is great. Mm-hmm. One of the things that's happening, and it's it's starting to it's starting to simmer, and it's going to only get a little bit bigger. 
is um, mm-hmm. we oh, I've gone blank. Sorry, <laughs> I've gone blank. The AFL players mm-hmm. have yeah. already taken a pay cut, and we know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Now moving into next year, the AFL players are are willing to a degree to take pay cuts again, but only mm-hmm. if the AFL open up their books to show them what they've got in the kitty. Right. Your thoughts? Mm. What are you thinking? John Stevens. I don't know if John Stevens, if that's John Stevens from Noiseworks, but if it is, mate, loved you. Um, He tried to call Foxtel to to cancel the sports, waited over an hour, couldn't get through. Give him another go. Tell tell him Jamie sent you. Tell him, man. John Stevens is. is, It's John Stevens. He's a legacy customer. He's another legacy customer. He's a legacy customer. Yeah. He's not. That's why. Oh, you don't have the special dial-in line? I bet you, I bet you Lee Mack, I bet you Justin Parker and Joe Jovanovic have all got a bit of Foxtel. You don't need um, So my thoughts, my thoughts on that, no, I don't think so. You don't think that they should be allowed and to then, see what's going on? All right, Peps, you and I work for big companies. Yep. Lots of money. Yep. Do you want to see their books? And who are you to see their books as a company? No, but if that company, if that company is coming to me and saying, mm-hmm. "Peps, we want you to take a pay cut," and they're not, and they're a big conglomerate, and they come out, look, yeah. times are tough for everybody at the moment. Yeah. Then, I think you have the right to go. Well, hold on, if you're asking me to take a pay cut. I wouldn't mind seeing what's going on at the moment because if are you going to be taking a pay cut? And I'm not just talking about, you know, a little bit of a, a, a small one. Are you going to be taking a big one as well too? Like are you going to be getting in the trenches with us? Because it's, yeah. I think there's some validity to that, mate. By the way, listeners, I've just found out, if you have got Foxtel here in Australia, I know, um, I know Mick the Stud doesn't have it over. He's got Sky Sports over in England. But I've just got a tip from Lee Mack. Hit one for new customer and then say cancel and you'll get through straight away. Tell us if it works, listeners. Um, I reckon, yeah, if they're asking you to take a pay cut twice, you'd be saying, hold on a second, I'm willing to take it, but I want to see this position, how bad we're in. Yeah. Now, mind you, we're I only mean, two people. We're talking about how many players, 600-odd players. It's a bit of a difference. Uh, 40 to a list times 18, so, yeah. yeah. Yep, yeah, Narelle's not here to help me work that one out, so we'll just go by that. <laughs> but I reckon, I reckon there's a lot of validity to it. A lot of validity. Validity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I, I don't agree. I just think that it's, it's, is what it is. As, as an employee, well, they want to see the AFL's books. They want to see their clubs. No, books. no, no, the AFL's books because the clubs are in the poo big time. Well, the number of clubs that are going well, to be having massive losses. Gary Pert. Who pays Who pays them? Well, the clubs do. The clubs well, what, pay their why wages. Don't request, well, why don't they go up to the CEO of their club or, or, or go to Koshy and say, all right, Koshy, give us your book. No, because this is the – no, 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 because bucks. the clubs are not going. No, Jamie, get your head in the right place here, mate. <laughs> the clubs are not coming up to the players and saying, we need you to cut back by an extra 20% or whatever it is. It's the league coming and saying, hold on, we need you to take a pay cut. Yeah. Yeah. Now, but hold on. If I, you want me I to take a pay cut, hold on a second. How bad? How bad is it over here? You've just taken out a five hundred million dollar loan from the NAB. Yeah. Now, 
if you want, I can understand the game's in a bit of trouble, but you've already knocked 50 off me for a good portion. Now you want me to take a, a, another reduction? Nah, something ain't right there, mate. I'm sorry. Do you feel, do you feel that the AFL is trying to shaft the players on, in, a, in a longer way? Well, uh, what do you, well, I'll ask you a question. Do you think well, the have, AFL, yeah, sure. do you think the AFL, if they could shaft the players in any particular way and put more money in their back pocket, they would? Well, who's there? Who, who, who is in there? That's called a mic drop because I'm right. Pardon? Who is there? What do you who mean is there? Their back pocket. Is that, is that Gil or is that the AFL as a corporation? Oh, the Gil, the Gil, the Gil. It's it's a chicken and the egg for me, Peps. For, for, no, it's that's not. How I feel. Mate, you don't have without, the players. If without, you do not have the players, you have not got a game. I'm telling you, you now. Have, if you don't have the corporation and, and the big name behind it, you don't have the game. Are you, all right, I'll pass you a question. Are you telling me that uh, which one would – I'm going to take two people out of the game, right? I'm going to take out okay. – I'm going to take out um, Dustin Martin – as a player, mm-hmm. and I'm taking out mm-hmm. Gillam McLaughlin. Yep. Now, in the AFL community, yeah. from the administrative side of things and from the supporters and everyone, who would they be less likely to miss? We're not talking about taking players out. I'm but, talking but, about but, 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 I'm sa- but that's what I'm saying. Is, is they that- both need each other. No, they don't. No. They need they both no, need each no, other. No, I'm sorry. Gillam McLaughlin does not bring people through the gates. Dusty does. Perhaps without tango, there's no cash. Without cash, there's no tango. Bullshit. They had the weird looking guy with the eye. He could have jumped in the passenger seat. <laughs> well, the guy with the hoots, big, there's no turner. Without the, turner, there's no hoots. Or the guy with the big chin who got electrocuted. Look, I just think that. Look, I still think it's a. You can replace administrators. NRL have done it, and their games are already better. You yeah. got to have the but players. I'm sorry, you got to have the I, players. I, but they've got to be I, real. I, I, but I, they've got to be realistic as well too. Yeah, right? I, they are on the, when I, the average is, player, when the average average player, not us, yeah. but the average player, because yeah. we're above that. Yeah, three time coaches award winner. I'll say it again. We're not average. Is on over three hundred grand a year for kicking some pigskin. Mm-hmm. Around not pigskin anymore, but now kangaroo leather around. No, that, that's a yeah. good gig. I'd do it. Listeners, would you do it? Yeah, yeah, leave a comment. I bet you you would. Yeah. Okay. So, but would you do the administrator's role? No way. Nah, can't hide in that. Wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. But then you got Chris Scott. I just. Yeah. Yeah. Doing what? He, he's not, he's taking no pay at the moment. Yeah. I think he took no pay while the clubs were down. So you know, coaches are putting up their hands as well too. Um, Look, I've actually, I've actually, got, I've actually got, I've actually got a quick question that's come through, and it's a valid question from uh, one of our newest uh, um, listeners. Justin Parker has actually written a quick question to me because you know we were talking about a little bit about ourselves and what we are. He said he wanted to know how many tons did I make in the fifths uh, a few years ago. <laughs> uh, it was actually three. It was actually four, and one of those was in the grand final. So, yeah, I remember that very, very well. Justin Parker, we won the flag that year. Superstar. Oh, so you have won a flag before. Yeah, cricket. Because one of your 
one of your one of your claims to fame is I've never won a football one, you know, but I've won five cricket 30 ones. Thirty plus years of football, and you've never won a flag. No, but I won five cricket. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, because I was a gun. Back to back tons in grand finals. Who else can say that? Were you a bowler or a batter? Yeah, I was, I was batsman. Yeah, could move the ball, could get a bit of get a bit of tweak, bit of Greg Matthews, Peter Sleep type of movement. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, bit of that. Um, yeah, so look, I think that that's that's going to be going to be a hard one. But you know what? People are saying that the players are still overpaid. You got the other side of the coin saying that um, that the administrators are overpaid. Here's a question for you. Last question before mm-hmm. we um, we head into the uh, into a bit of time on. The question mm-hmm. I have is this. Let's just say the AFL Grand Final will go ahead. We know it will. Looks like it's going to be a nighttime Grand mm-hmm. Final or a twilight Grand Final. Apparently on the same day yeah. as Cox Plate Day, right? Oh shit! Yep. So Cox Plate Day see, in the morning, game in the afternoon, or racing in the uh, game at the night. Now let's just say that they can allow thirty thousand supporters in, based yep. on the whole you know one point five rows and that sort of stuff. Yep. Will, should or will all those tickets go to the members of those clubs or will the AFL hand that out to the corporates based on what it – because usually the corp, the, the AFL members get a very, very low allocation of tickets every year. I think it might even mm-hmm. be 15000 each club. Yeah. 20 at the most, right? What's going to happen there? That's going to be a pickle. There's only one person on the chat I reckon who mightn't have an idea about this. That's my old mate Lee Mack because he was the his previous role was the national uh, sponsorship manager for Coca Cola for quite a number of years. So he might I have a bit of insight into this will. one. We should actually get Lee Mack on the podcast I, one night. I think it'll be a I think it'll be a um I think it'll be an eighty twenty split into the fan. So you still reckon that out of those they'd still give six thousand of those tickets to the to the corporates? Yeah. Jeez, I tell you what, that's going to be a tough one to sell. When the, but I know, but once again, without the money, you don't get the game. It's, it's a tough one, mate. That's one that's going to be interesting to play out over the next number of weeks, months. Yeah, I agree. Exactly right. Alrighty, you, um, can't, you can't turn it. Yes. Yeah. Now, what were you going to say? I was going to say you can't. You can't make it one hundred percent fans because there's obviously sponsors who want to go to the game and celebrate the biggest day of the of the year. Yep. And. Uh, you can't give it all to the corporates because fuck them. Um, <laughs> well, it's a fans game. It's it, a fans it, game. It is a fans game. And you know what's also about the fans is the players. I want to read something out to you because this is the newest edition. The second announcement tonight in the AFL Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Player uh-huh. Uh, number four. I'm not going to read the name out. Tell me if you can pick, pick the player. And by the way, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a chat to Lee Mack. We might have to get him on the business of footy. 25% of tickets went to corporate partners. Wow. He's a superstar, Lee Mack. He's got a lot of talent. Not many, not much hair, but he's a good bloke. That's All right, close there. Let me read this one out, okay? 256 games and scored 594 goals between 2000 and 2014. Three-time AFL Premiership player, 2001, 2002, 2003. Club captain, 2000 and, 2007 and eight. 2009 to 2013 as a solo. Club best and fairest, 2007, 8 and 9. Leading goal scorer, 7. 2007, 9, 10, 12 and 13. AFL leading goal kicker, 2007. All-Australian vice-captain, 2009. 
Representative Victoria in the Hall of Fame tribute match. Robert Rose Award for Most Courageous Player, 2007, 2008, 2011. AFLPA Best Captain, 2007-9. AFL Mark of the Year, 2002. Pre-season Premiership, 2013. There's only one player. I might have to do that. How you going? How you going there, Jamie? Yeah, Brownie. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Brown. Brownie. Brownie. Shit, did so, he play that long, did he? Yeah, and so when you stack up Brownie and you stack up Lenny. Yeah. Lenny's yeah. not looking. You know where Lenny's going to be sitting? He's going to be sitting at the front of that group with his legs crossed holding the ball. Uh, he won't get a seat on the on the pine, and he won't be standing up with the beach muscles pointing out. He'll be sitting down the front, hey, cross legged. Look, hey, he's a good player, but when you put it up against those two, jeez, oh, Lenny Brownie, hey, what a gun! Love him, absolute you star. Just, you and I, you and I, just two dads making a podcast. So we we, we can't we can't say too much about it. But God, would you be embarrassed? What would you do? What's that? Like if you yeah, walked into a room and there, if you if you were Lenny and you walked into a room and there's Brownie yes, Black yes. and um, John uh, John Kennedy Senior, yeah, I reckon the other the other three would have gone. Hey, uh, waiter, three beers, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mister Brown. Hey, can yeah. you tell me what success is like? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh, premiership yeah. Premiership players only over here. Oh, oh. poor bloke. Oh my yeah. god, it's a shock. And you know, and you know tomorrow that's coming as well, don't you? Oh, the, the, it's the, gonna go. The comparisons. You know he reminds me of? He reminds me of um uh and the um he reminds he's the Greg Madigan of the 1989 1989 AF uh, Vic, 1989 Hawthorne VFL Premiership team. He's a premiership player. Um, Way before my time. But who's Greg Madigan? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember watching, if you ever watched the grand final replay of 1989, they get to yeah. about halfway through the third quarter and they go, oh, Madigan warming up on the bench. It's <laughs> the first time his name's ever been mentioned. Oh, God, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Hey, mate, I reckon we're done for the night. Um, just a couple of All things. Right. Hey, to everybody who's been on the chat contributing tonight, we love you. Come back next week. We'll be here eight o'clock, and next week the game start. So our podcast only won't be on video, but podcast only edition called Tipped Out, Tipped Out with Peps and J Dog every week. <laughs> Tipped Out will be our tips for every week. So stay tuned. You're gonna have to get on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts to find us for those ones. But we'll be here eight o'clock every week recording this magnificent podcast with a fantastic group of supporters out there. And hopefully Jamie won't look like some sort of dodgy bloke sitting in his car for the last hour with a light on in the middle of a car park. <laughs> well, I'm amazed that no one's come and tapped on your window asking, uh, what are you up to there, young fella? Uh, but uh, no, thanks for everyone for tuning in. We love doing this. It's all about the footy. It's all about you superstars. And once again, ask us questions. Anything that you want to ask about us, about the podcast, any questions that you have, we'll read it out. It's all the topics. Um, this time next week, mate, we're two games out, two days out from um, the first game. Here we are. Exciting. Mm, I'll be starting to get it. I'll be pitching a tent looking forward for that one. So on behalf of the Lace Out team, I'm Chris Pepper, Jamie Wallace, 
We have to leave without our, we have to leave with our favourite, Jamie Wallace. How do you love your football, mate? I like it. Lace out. Like my ladies. Have a great week, everybody. And more importantly, only 10 days to go. The footy's back. Have a great week. We'll see you then. See you, listeners. See you, listeners and viewers. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out.